three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Digital Excursion. This is uh, a podcast uh, with three guys. We talk about stuff. Uh, yeah, that's basically all it boils down to. Uh, no, this, <laughs> this is a podcast. We talk about pop culture, media, movies, TV shows, all that good stuff. I'm your host, Marlon Abram. And with me, as always, we got these two guys, Justin Pua. Hello. And Rudy. Who is Rudy? you never seen never Rudy? Seen Rudy. Uh-uh. Was it, didn't he play for the Green Bay Packers, too, in that movie? No. You didn't even see the movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about Rudy as a player. I'm like, I don't know no Rudy. But no, I'm sorry. He played for Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Right. It's a good movie. Uh, underdog movie with uh, yeah. Sean Astin. Yeah, it's a good movie. But he, they got cool. they got the old-ass football hats like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if anybody's wondering, uh, I got the Green Bay helmet on from like the 40s or whatever. I know the season is over, but, you know, I still got to support. <laughs> <laughs> uh for anyone who's just listening uh for some reason we all got on hats today i put on a hat just because i did not feel comfortable with my hair and then everyone else put on a hat <laughs> i put on a hat because justin had a hat and i was like i'm yeah, not gonna be on the only one <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna be the only one showing my shiny ass forehead um <laughs> uh, yo you know it's funny a little funny story uh, you know, we we do this podcast just about every week. Uh, I know we missed last week, but whatever. It was <laughs> and, Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. Let us let us let us be. Anyway, um, so over Thanksgiving break, I'm talking to my little niece and she's like, I saw your show. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what you mean? She's like, your show on YouTube. I was like, oh, what you think? She's like, it's okay. <laughs> I was like, what? It's just okay. She's like, no, I like it. But she's like, you use a lot of bad words. <laughs> How old is she? She's uh, like seven. Uh, and I was like, mean. I don't know. No, she was like, you say the, the S word a lot, Marla. And I was like, oh, sugar. <laughs> I was what's the S word? Come on. The S word. Stupid? Shit. Oh. 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 <laughs> Why did it take oh. up so long? <laughs> so I, I told her I was like, I'll try to I'll try to clean it up a little bit. So this is for you. All right. If you if you're listening. You just said the word. <laughs> well, we restarted. <laughs> Are we a family uh, friendly show now? Just the- we're family. I'm a click for for kids only on the YouTube, <laughs> so we can get we can get blippy numbers now. <laughs> um, seeing as Thanksgiving just passed, when the time this uh, comes out, um, how was everybody's Thanksgiving? Let's start off with that. It was good. Uh, I missed last year's Thanksgiving because I got sick. So uh, gross. I made sure to you know make it count this time. Nice, nice. Just, uh, like, ate everything. <laughs> I was like Justin last year. I was sick. Still am. Dealing yeah. With like a two week sickness now. Damn, I, you got long COVID. No, and COVID. I tested it twice negative. Monkeypox? No. Why is it always <laughs> the worst thing? <laughs> That's what's out right now. That's what's popular. Uh, oh. RSV? <laughs> what's happening? Oh, no. <laughs> So for anybody who is listening, Tyron claimed he didn't have COVID and just coughed and fell off the camera. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. Hey, about your Thanksgiving, man. I saw those, what, beef tips you were making on Instagram? Oh, it was uh, pork belly burnt ends. Oh, I was like, those look so delicious. Oh, thank you. Man, I was so mad you didn't bring those to my friends giving. I know. I, <laughs> you could have just left them. You didn't have, you didn't have to. <laughs> I, will, I promise to make you something someday. I've been waiting since ever since you got that smoker. No, uh, all right. I got uh, you. I got you. My Thanksgiving, uh, since you guys asked. My was, bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a great start here. 
Uh, my Thanksgiving was pretty cool. Uh, it's a little different, you know, now. Uh, this is, I don't share my personal life on here, but it's the first Thanksgiving without my father. So it was a little different. Uh, my dad usually cooks a lot. And this time we did it at a restaurant, which was like, oh, mm. honest, honestly, it was not that great compared to home cooked food. Mm-hmm. Not good. It was a fancy, fancy, schmancy restaurant to kind of regret spending my money there. Oh, <laughs> but, you know, um, I do like now it's been like three. I do kind of three Thanksgivings, you know, since I live with my fiance. Did Friendsgiving at our house, Thanksgiving with my family, and then right after Thanksgiving with her family. So it's a lot of food. Mm. So, so all in all, not that bad. Okay. Yeah. I've never had uh, a restaurant Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was the first time for me. I don't recommend. All right. Because <laughs> it's just something about your own food that you make. You know, I don't know about you guys, but we make like food only for Thanksgiving. We don't make it any time of the year yeah it's the one time we only have uh it's the one time we own we have turkey yeah 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 well turkey's a thanksgiving thing yeah yeah well it's not even about the turkey for me it's about the other stuff that doesn't get made throughout the whole year Mm. you know like this the dressing and the mac and cheese the yams yeah all that good shit you don't have mac and cheese throughout the year oh yeah craft (laughs) <laughs> don't matter i love mac cheese so it's a year-round thing i'm making it every day shoot i would <laughs> uh, really just like off off topic there's a there's a documentary about a man who only eats velveeta mac and cheese no it's on youtube that's uh ridiculous. check it out it's very very interesting that sounds ridiculous yeah yeah at first i thought it was uh it was him being picky, but he just has like an eating disorder. But, oh, yeah. Oh, that now I feel bad for judging. Yeah, but for, <laughs> but for as far as like his taste goes, yeah, Velveeta mac and cheese, top tier. All right, I'll take you. <laughs> Let's get started here. All right, um, we got some trailers we're going to talk about. Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, uh, Avatar. Uh, will it make its money back when it comes back in theaters for its sequel? Uh, some news about Quentin Tarantino and also saying some of our favorite Quentin Tarantino movies. But let's start off with the two trailers that uh, just came out. Well, I know the, the Mario one came out like a few minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, around two o'clock today. The shit's fresh. Oh, wait. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. This no, is hey, fresh. This is PG. <laughs> We'll never be blippy <laughs> if you keep talking like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, first of all, let's start with the ridiculous one. Um, I don't know why they make like Christmas slasher movies, <laughs> but uh, what is this one? It's called the the mean one. Mean uh, one. It is a, a Grinch parody. And it's like a uh, horror thing, right? Yeah, I, th- I believe from the trailer... It looks like the Grinch killed this uh, girl's parents, mm-hmm. and she goes to like live her life, and then I guess the Grinch returns to kill more people, and then um, I don't yeah, remember that in the Doctor Seuss book, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as like horror, uh, like uh, monsters go, the Grinch doesn't look. That's scary. He looks like just like the Grinch, and he, I mean, it's scary to see like a green monster coming at you, but it's still a Grinch. Yeah. Um, when I watch this, uh, since we are now a kids' channel, uh, kids turn down the volume. When I yeah. watch this parody trailer, it looked like a Pornhub version of, of the Grinch or something like that. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's out there already. No. And I was like, I do not like this. This looks so weird. I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no. And the Grinch's penis grew two times the size. 
Someone get this man a doctor. <laughs> Tired is dying. God, damn, I'm tired. Are you all right? Should we call 911? Send him to your house? He's no longer responsive. Uh, no. Anyways, so. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, in the trailer. Um, yeah, the, I guess the, the Grinch, the Christmas killer, comes back and to kill more people in the town. And then there's like a training montage where the little girl's like. Uh, like getting buff and like shooting guns and stuff, and I guess she's gonna fight the Grinch. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Is the Grinch like public domain? I believe it is now. If they're gonna do that stuff, you know, watching trailers like this one, the mean one, and the the Winnie the Pooh blood and honey one <laughs> makes me believe in myself that I could just make anything. <laughs> We could do whatever we want. We could do whatever we want. We could take uh, uh, something that's in the public domain and just make it a low-budget slasher film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Cinderella or something. Uh, fun fact. There was a, a movie that was being made in the early 2000s. And I, the the crew had come and knocked on on the door and asked if they could film outside. And we're just like, okay. At your house? And Yeah. And turns out the movie was called uh, Robin in the Hood. Never heard oh, about it again. I think I've heard yeah. that movie. <laughs> but I guess they filmed outside my house for like a few minutes. Man, you could have got paid. All right. <laughs> Yo, are you from Robin in the Hood? <laughs> I'm actually from uh, Like Mike, so. <laughs> oh, you were in that movie, right? Uh, I, I don't know if I made it into the movie, but I was an extra... Somewhere in the stands. <laughs> we'll have to scrub through the movie. <laughs> I tried. I've tried for years. <laughs> I think they, dark. they cut your part out. Yeah. Uh, the next trailer that, that came out, uh, the one that I'm more excited about is the Super Mario. Is it Super Mario or Super Mario Brothers? Uh, I believe it's Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first one was a teaser trailer, which I was like, wow, this looks really great. And now watching this official two-minute trailer i'm just like man this looks exactly like how the game looks it like Mm -hmm. it's made by illumination they made despicable me they do great work with animation it looks beautiful only thing that i don't like still is the chris pratt voice for mario it's fine look that was better than what chris pratt (laughs) i'm not saying it's great I'm it's just not saying, great. It's passable. <sighs> you know, maybe I'm just too used to the stereotypical Italian accent. That's what I. That's what I want. I get it. No, like they, they could have gotten kid. Chris Martin to do it, but yeah. What did you say, Tyron? It's for the new kids. I guess so. Is is Chris Pratt still like the biggest star out there? Mm, I mean, he's still he's still up there. He's still relevant. Yeah, yeah. But it, it just feels like like Jack Black does the voice of uh, Bowser. He's like does a he sounds fucking great. Um, Keegan. Oh, sorry. He sounds f- freaking great. <laughs> Keegan Michael Key does the voice of Todd, and he doesn't even sound like himself. He sounds oh. Toad. Toad Todd, Toad Todd, whatever. It's a human name now. My name is Todd. I always thought it was Todd. I went to LAUSD. I went to LAUSD, all right? (laughs) So Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. But he sounds good as the character. He doesn't even sound like Keegan-Michael Key. And like uh, Toad... Sounds ridiculous already. So Keegan Michael Kiki can like, you know, do whatever he wants. Just yeah. sounds silly. Yeah. But Chris Pratt just sounds like Chris Pratt. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't like it. But who mm. am I? But the the trailer like uh, is really expanding on what the movie is about, and like a lot of the stuff draws heavily from like the mario games and the lore so there's like uh you know mario running into the the flying fish and him fighting donkey kong on a Mm. on a girder and 
you know, the Mario Kart games, it's all like, like very, like a love letter to Mario uh, as a whole. So it looks good to me. Yeah. The one thing that kind of seemed different was, you know, you usually see Princess Peach as the uh, damsel in distress. But Mm -hmm. in, in this trailer, she's like, she's rounding up the army. She's like ready to fight. Right. It. And Luigi, Luigi's the one who needs saving. So I believe it seems. Uh, that's how it is in some of the games. There is a Princess Peach game. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. And Luigi's kind of, uh, you know, he's second string. Yeah, yeah, he's always second string. <laughs> Except for Luigi you know, Mansion. Kind of, the, kind of the joke, yeah. I think it would be uh, more conflict if they have the saving the woman again, and they even like more people would try to like be like, oh, another got save the white woman again, you know? I don't know. <laughs> so I think it was a safe play to put Luigi as the little savior, or you have to save him. I, yeah, I think it's a nice switch up. You know, you can't always have a woman waiting for a man to save him, right? Right. Yeah. All right. That's, <laughs> that's the life lesson for today. Women, go out and get your own. <laughs> um, the song Independent. I N D D D E P E N D E N T. Do you know what that means? I went to LAUSD. I, I can't spell. <laughs> um, speaking about uh, Chris Pratt phoning it in. For his uh, performances, uh, did you watch Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special? Dang, he did, <laughs> that's my own he personal did, opinion. He did not phone it in. Really, I, I thought he kind of phoned it in on that performance, man. I mean, there's not much for him to, you know. It's it's a, the story is centralized around him, but he doesn't really act much in it. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special for people who don't know just came out uh, holiday special holiday special <laughs> sorry not just Christmas but it is about Christmas mm-hmm. um, just came out um, it centers around Mantis and Drax uh, going to receive Kevin Bacon to present him as a gift to Star-Lord played by Chris Pratt and uh, what you think about it Justin I thought it was really cute <clears throat> Uh, I thought it was a, a nice Christmas special that also like pays homage to like old Christmas specials. Mm-hmm. Like they have like the it opens with like the old school like rotoscope animation. Yeah, that was nice. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, you know, there's they go on a little Christmas adventure and you know has the nice little uh, like heartwarming message Ending. in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was good. I really thought I wasn't going to enjoy it because mm-hmm. because I turned it on first to the first time and I kind of was just ignoring it, going about my day. And then I sat down and watched it and I was like, this is probably this is actually really funny. You know, yeah. I really love the part. Like, I think uh, Mantis and Drax are like a good pairing for for mm-hmm. comedy. You know, I, yeah. I wouldn't really like put them together in my mind, but. It, they're a great duo for comedy and specifically the part i loved is when they're in the real world well in the on earth um trying to break into kevin bacon's house and like that whole sequence of events was just like hilarious for me it was uh it was kind of scary <laughs> yeah no, it was they were kidnapping if you, if you if you look at it from kevin bacon's point of view it's like one of the horror christmas slash movies <laughs> yeah yeah, from jumping on the walls trying to get him. That shit was creepy. scary. <laughs> from his perspective, yeah, it's, it's freaky. But from their perspective, it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like Earth uh, and uh, fight the police, <laughs> fight the police, <laughs> yeah. bulletproof skin and everything, flipping over cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, it was a, it was a good time for anybody who hasn't seen it. You go and see it. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Tyron. I can't help you. You ain't got it. <laughs> you better find it on one of those torrent sites. I need an email and password. Uh, moving on. 
Uh, speaking about Christmas movies, one big movie that's slated for uh, not Christmas, but in December is Avatar 2, the long awaited sequel to Avatar, um, not The Last the Airbender. Last Airbender? <laughs> the blue alien Native American people. Okay. Um. So I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna admit my excitement for the movie has been growing a little bit more that I've been watching the trailers. Mm-hmm. Wow. Why? Why you? One. Why you look like you just smelled a fart? Because <laughs> I smell some funkery going on here. <laughs> some funkery. <laughs> <laughs> that's some funkery in the air t- uh, um yeah I, I don't know i'm just i i think i'm more excited to see how it's gonna turn out it's like i mean the story and the trailers it looks like it's look like it's gonna allude to something bigger happening in the world and i'm just like okay i guess it might be cool i, I don't know <laughs> but i was reading that in order for this movie to be successful or at least make its money back it has to make about two over two billion in the box office. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> that's a lot of money, <laughs> you know. Um, how much? Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, how much is the most paid movie or like the biggest box office hit? Like, it, did it ever reach over two billion before? Or uh, I don't this know. Is like a first time. I don't know. I think I'm pretty uh, sure Endgame and Avatar have both reached reached over that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Titanic as well. But I think I think this is just like their break even point to make Mm -hmm. its money back, which is like they spent a crap load of uh, money on this movie. Mm -hmm. Well, they made two, three, and four already, (laughs) so I don't know if they're already combining all those movies together and making that just. Oh, did they shoot? They already in production for Avatar 2, 3, and 4? I'm sorry, 3 and 4? 3 is done. Uh, 4 is still working on post-production, but it's done. You know, like it's shot and done. Yeah. So I don't know if that's all included into like the bundle or that's just 2. They need to make 2 billion off of 2 and then another 2 billion off of 3. Yada, yada. I don't know. I mean, from what I read, it was just two, but you you we might be right. It could be an overall <laughs> bill <laughs> for those movies. <laughs> um, do you think Avatar two can make their money back? Make over two billion dollars. No. Oh wow, you all right. I said it I smell some bunker in the air. I think oh, man. Is, whoa. All right. Go to the doctor. <laughs> I'm good. And okay. as much as I, I do not like the Avatar uh series, I believe it yet. Yeah, yeah, it'll make its money back. It's uh there's too much uh hype slash controversy mm-hmm. slash um just James Cameron fans that will go see this movie regardless of whether or not they like it. Yeah. I feel uh, that way too. I'm not, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll make its money back. What were you saying, Tyron, before you uh, coughed your guts out? <laughs> I was saying no, only because um, not a lot of new people is going to come. Because, you know, the first Avatar, a lot of new people came. Like, it was like a different thing at the time. And then people already know about Avatar. I think it's like uh, that movie's a lot of polarized. So I don't think a lot of people is going to go to it, like Justin. Maybe me. I'm. A, I don't know if I'm gonna go, even though I like the first one. I think the story is a rinse and repeat. That's why. You think they're gonna rinse and repeat the first story in the second movie? Yeah, because it kind of already looks that way, mm-hmm. but in a different <laughs> sense. And how so? Um. So they have a kid, and the mom dies. That's what I'm assuming. Um, between Jake and I forgot whoever the girlfriend was, but the girlfriend dies. That's what I'm thinking. And they have a kid, and the kid goes into a new planet or world or whatever. And he's like the outsider, just like Jake was when he became an avatar. So it's like that journey all over again. Oh, I kind of see so what you're what saying. 
I feel, yeah. Um, I think you probably might be right about that. This story might not be too different from what it was before, but I feel like people will go see the movie just because it's been such a long time since the first one. And I think out of like genuine curiosity <clears throat> for the movie, people would be like, all right, let's, let's go see it. Or like, and it, really, it looks kind of visually stunning. So I think people would want to go see it for that as well. You know what I mean? But uh, it, it's it, kind of like, um, okay, this is going to tie into uh, the current events. It's kind of like Americans with soccer. Like mm-hmm. Americans don't really care about soccer. But when the World Cup goes comes around and we're in it, everyone's gonna watch it. Yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like uh, the same thing. Yeah, no, that's a that's a pretty good comparison. I, I've been watching soccer. I don't, I don't really like soccer. Me neither. But I watched the USA <laughs> match. <laughs> so you're saying that Avatar is Team USA in the FIFA World Cup? It's just a soccer match. I'm not saying it's like Team USA. <laughs> He just said Avatar is America's movie. We're really stretching this. No, I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that there's no uh, like uh, huge interest as far as like the general consensus goes, but I think there's a lot of hype around it, so people are going to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Honestly, like, and honestly, I think the only one who really wants to see Avatar two is James Cameron Mm. (laughs) and that's it. And he sure wants to make his money back. So he's going to push it, you know, but, um, that's the stick it to these comic book movies. Yeah, definitely. Cause he's a comic book movie hater. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Self-proclaimed. Um, uh, and that leads right into our next topic, which, these are good segues right here. Thank you. Thank it's you. Like a hit you with an assist. Because <laughs> that's a, like a dunk it. That's a dunk. How are you? I don't know. I don't play <laughs> basketball. <laughs> that's how you do it. One hand, two, whatever. Toss it to you, and then you dunk. Uh, yeah, that's what my that's what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how you dunk. I never. I'm. I can't dunk. I'm not tall. <laughs> You never do. We do perfect court? segues and then derail it right after. I know. <laughs> right after. Uh, I'm afraid to make Tyron laugh, man. He's going yeah. to die on us. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. All right. Um, uh, so, Quentin Tarantino, he was on uh, Tom Segura, a comedian. He's a comedian. He was on Tom Segura's podcast, and there was a point in the the podcast where they started talking about Marvel movies. And Quentin Tarantino talks about how Marvel movies are the reason that uh, these characters are famous. You know, it's not like no one knows the movies for the movie stars anymore. Like, they're just going to see these characters. And... With that, you know, that's not his first grievance that he's had on Marvel movies. He's not a fan of them. Also, we've got James Cameron, who spoke out about him, who's not a fan of Marvel movies. And Martin Scorsese, all these uh, legendary filmmakers. So I wanted to pose the question. Well, first, do you agree with Quentin Tarantino that there's just way too many Marvel movies that like cinema is not even a thing anymore because of them? And I guess basically that's what we're, that's what I wanted to talk about. What do you guys think about that? Uh, I see his point uh, in the sense that Marvel movies aren't like vehicles for um, starring roles. They're more of people wanting to play the character. Mm -hmm. Because there's already this lore behind all the Marvel movies. Years. Yeah, with the comic books and everything. So it's not, they're not movies uh, in the sense that, you know, like old school cinema was where they made movies and there was a leading star in it. And that's part of what pushes the movie. Yeah. So I see his point in that, but I don't think 
that Marvel movies are like killing cinema in a sense. It's just the current flavor of the week, like like uh you know westerns were. Yeah. So it's exactly. just like the current thing right now. It's just the the trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you tired. Uh, I want to give Tarantino a break because he also said it kind of what Justin just said. He was saying like, I don't know if he's on the same podcast or on a different one, but he was just like, uh, he was just talking to some young kid and he all he grew up was all is Marvel. And he was like all the old cats, you know, they didn't grow up on Marvel. So this is not their flavor of movies. Mm-hmm. And then he was just saying like, this is why I like all the old directors really don't like it. And the young people do. So it's like not for him. That's what he was just saying. I don't know if he's on the same podcast or not. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. Was he was saying that um, on the same podcast, if you go and watch it, uh, the Tom Segura podcast, he was basically saying that things like, as a kid, I collected Marvel comics, but it's not the movies I grew up with. You know, he grew up with like Westerns and stuff like that and James Bond, you know. And now this is what we have today, you know, with us kind of going through it. This is our... Like Justin was saying, this is the current trend in uh, in in cinema. But I do agree a little bit with what he was saying about the movie star things. And I'm just kind of thinking, like every movie star, every uh, Marvel star, like Captain America, uh, Chris Evans, Tony. Uh, I'm not even saying their names. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Tom Holland, like they're known for the marvel movies now and any other movie they do outside of marvel doesn't even get any hype or like doesn't hit to the same effect you know what i mean like okay like chris evans is not the best example because he has good movies outside of marvel but look at robert downey jr he was a star before then the marvel movies made him a star again and now since that he hasn't done anything notable since then. You know, people weren't coming out to the theaters for Dr. Doolittle <laughs> just to see Robert Downey Jr. You know? Uh, in Robert Downey Jr.'s case, it's his career was like on a downward spiral because of, you know, substance abuse and all that. And this is the thing that like reignited his career with, uh, you know, Iron Man. Uh, perfect casting, by the way, just because, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Uh, but this is like his uh, like Mariah, Mariah Carey's uh, All I Want for Christmas is You is that he found the thing that will just, uh, you know, keep him relevant for a while, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, maybe not for him, but <clears throat> like as far as like other stars go, they're Chris Evans and like Tom Holland. They both have like movies outside of marvel that are really good Mm -hmm. so to say that marvel uh people in marvel movies aren't stars is doing a disservice to them so well yeah it's a there there is the point that they're not like uh as big stars as like old school golden age cinema was they're still stars yeah yeah yeah, they're still stars in their own sense. Uh, I mean, but yeah, of course, you're going to come to see the characters, you know, especially if you've been watching since Iron Man or the Hulk or whatever. You 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 really want to see these stories play out and the characters progress and see the mantles pass on. You know, you're in, you're really invested. I got a question. Then. Would you consider all the Marvel stars <clears throat> like in the Hall of Fame in a sense versus like all the ones that before them, like all the old school all stars, because everybody who's a star before them, like in the traditional movies, like we could consider them legends because they're great in so many different movies, other mm-hmm. than the one that blew them up. So, would you be saying like, oh, since Marvel blew them up for that one time, are they legends? And like in the whole sense of like Hall of Fame, uh, I see what you see what you're asking, and right now I would say no. Because uh, let's take, uh, I'm trying to pick a good example. Um, Denzel? Yeah, if we put Denzel against uh, Chris Evans, right? He's got some good movies outside of Marvel movies. But he's really known for that Captain America role, right? And I, 
I think it has to do with like the length of his career as well. You know, Denzel yeah. is far in his career. He's played a multitude of characters. He's really shown his range. And just because, you know, Denzel, I don't know what movie really made him famous, but I'll take Training Day. You know, that's oh, what really that, one. that movie probably showed a different side of him or like the one he was with and with Morgan Freeman in the slave movie. I forget the name. You know, I think that's where he really started to pop up. Yeah, or Malcolm X. Like those probably those core movies, those three movies probably really made people like notice him. But I think over a multitude of movies where he consistently like gives his all is what makes him a legend. You know, I think that makes sense, right? Now, Chris Evans, he's still very young. And I think being Captain America, being in Snowpiercer, uh, being in um what else is he in? Knives out. Knives out. You know, I think that's helping to create his he's helping to create his legacy because he's consistently good in those movies, but he's just not there yet. You know what I mean? Only time will tell, I guess. Yeah, only time will tell. Like Sam Jackson, he is a legend already, and he jumped into a Marvel movie, and people love him in that role, but you know, even without that role, he's still gonna be a legend in acting because of the length of his career, what he's done. Yeah, I don't think like individual roles will make every person that's been in a Marvel movie legendary, but it is their roles in the MCU that like the MCU is as a whole is the legendary thing. It's like and to be a part of that is like uh you know to be a part of this like dynasty and like sure their individual roles may not like make them legends but they're still a part of it Mm -hmm. yeah now i was gonna say i was sitting here thinking about if marvel movies are ruining cinema and first i was gonna say i think they kind of are because like um the big box office movies are you know take black adam for example they're pushing that movie so hard. They push it and push it. They want to make a billion dollars off of it. And it's just mediocre. <clears throat> you know? I, I mean, we, I think we can all say that now. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's like a mediocre movie as compared to like some art house movie that goes through um, Sundance or something like that. It may not get as much of the advertising budget. So it's may, maybe not seen as well, right? That was gonna be my first answer. But then I remember like there's movie studios like A24 who consistently put out great movies, you know, on a, an independent budget, you know, and those like, you can consider those like cinema, you know, cause they're more thoughtful or they're different. They have a unique style to them. So, uh, with that, I would say, like, like Justin said, it's just a trending thing right now. When it'll die out, I don't know. But there's still room for big box office movies and independent thought pieces of cinema. You know what I mean? That's my I spiel. Think it would die out <laughs> once the audience uh, gets oh. tired of it. Once they grow up all the way. Or that too. I grew up on Marvel movies with the, like the Spider-Mans in the early 2000s and stuff. But now like get, catching the second run of it, I'm like, eh, oh, I'm tired of it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. It's a it's a golden age for uh, being a nerd because like there's MC, MCU movies, there's DC movies, there's bunch of shows and stuff it's it's amazing like sure i i love all this stuff i know it's gonna end someday but yeah right now i'm i'm just gonna fucking enjoy it. Yeah. i'm just gonna freaking enjoy it. <laughs> pg pg <laughs> now i will i will <laughs> i'm good i'm good i would say that i wish that there that these movies did have more of a voice from the director. Like some of the directors are, I guess this mostly pertains to like DC, but 
some of these directors are allowed to really show their voice through the movie. And then, you know, there's always like an amount of studio interference that kind of like changes the scripts or changes the director. But like just thinking like how Edgar Wright was supposed to be the first director of the Ant-Man movie and just thinking like how his style would have been able to tell the story. Like I would have loved that, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, because they changed the director because of uh, creative differences. Now it's stripped down to like a, uh, a palatable <laughs> So to say, a movie that I guess a wide audience could enjoy, you know. Yeah, it has to fit the MCU mold. Yeah. And, uh, the one time they let the director do whatever they want, uh, everyone hated Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, that was trash. I don't think even uh, what's his name, Chris Hemsworth. Chris, I don't think Chris Hemsworth liked it that much. Uh, yeah, it went from Chris Hemsworth being like, I'll, I'll do any Thor movie as long as they're still doing it, to it better be good this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he just came out saying that, like, it's got to be different in tone. Yeah. He's like, no more Taika Waititi. <laughs> Get Quentin Tarantino over here. Uh, that'd be something. <laughs> He's not going to do that, though. He's only got, like, one more movie to make in his uh, round of 10 movies, I think. I don't, think, I don't think he's gonna do Thor. Oh. Yeah, he, he's always he's always said he's gonna make ten, and he's done. Oh, that's nice. I so like I that. think um, the one that you just watched, uh, Once Upon number a Time, nine. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, was number nine. One baby, that was a great one. And that's what we're gonna talk about next. <laughs> All right, we're moving on from Marvel stuff. Um, so the other day. Tyron text us late at night for some reason. Literally. <laughs> it's late for me. I wake up early. <laughs> but sometimes I text y'all at like 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so I just have things on my mind. Um so yeah, yeah, late it's at fine. night. I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah, when you don't answer back, I'm pretty sure I'm like I should stop just in sleep. <laughs> I mean, it's not gonna wake me up. It's just yeah, deep sleeper. Yeah, he um he texts us uh once upon a time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino's best movie. And just like a little okay. And I'm like, I had to wake up and respond. I'm like, nah, oh, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I mean, it's not my favorite Quentin Tarantino. He didn't even movie. see the message. He woke up and was like, no. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Not at all. Uh, tell me what you loved about that movie, man. I'm gonna tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> Don't kill him, man. You're gonna kill him and his opinions. <laughs> why does the camera flip every time you cough? He doesn't want. He doesn't want to see. Uh, doesn't want people to see him dying. <laughs> so, so while he's recovering, yeah. uh, I did not watch his movie completely i watched the first uh say 20 30 minutes because uh it was at an airbnb Mm. and i just put it on um not the most engaging first 20 minutes of a tarantino movie Mm -hmm. so i have to finish it to give my honest opinion but look justin can you make it through it (laughs) where's the leading to Mm -mm. I was in San Francisco. I had stuff to do, so. Like, not watch a movie. Not watch a boring <laughs> movie. <laughs> Look, I was, when I was watching it, like, obviously, I was sick. This was a couple of days ago. And I was like, uh, I, I recorded it because it came on uh, TBS or TNT or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I recorded it. And I was like, I'm going to sit through this since I got nothing to do. Just sit in here die all the time. First 20, <laughs> 30 minutes, boring. I was like whatever like I'm, I'm just gonna watch through it and then it just got better and better and, and i was like yo this movie is actually pretty great uh what part did it get better like, i must have missed it for, <laughs> just over like the concept of the movie was getting great like it was so bizarre like i never would have thought of like a movie like this happening even though it's about an actor making movies but then becoming too old to be still like the main star but i was like when the bruce lee part i don't know if you got to that part yet 
Yeah. Oh, Justin. I have not. Uh, (laughs) Uh, That part was kind of like, it's okay. People say it's really funny. I don't think it was funny. I just thought it was great overall. Like, I just like the story, like the actors, just like the whole concept of everything. I thought it was really good. The thing I didn't like, you know, I started off liking it. And maybe that's because I like Quentin Tarantino movies. And I like the concept of the the new Hollywood infringing on the old Hollywood, like Western actors having to change their whole style to fit into the new way of, of Hollywood filmmaking. But as the story went on, I was just like, I don't understand. Because like a central part, I'm sorry, Justin, <laughs> can I spoil it for you? Is that okay? Uh, that's cool. I'm zoning out. Okay, I think this is kind of like widely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hey, I muted you guys when you guys were talking about Atlanta, so <laughs> I might just do that again. We'll see. I think it's widely known information, anyways. But like the, the movie, part of it centers around the Sharon Tate murder uh, by the uh, um, what's the guy's name? The the cult leader, Blanken. You know, Justin. Uh, I forget. Oh, man. You know, the guy with the, the cross and everything. What's his name? Charles Manson. Uh, uh, Charles- oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it that- centers around the Manson murders at one point. And for some reason, in this version of the Hollywood of the story, it like changes so that Sharon Tate lives. And that the 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 Manson murderers get killed, and I know it's like it's an exciting part of the movie and whatever, but I just like I don't understand why they had to do that and what that did for the story overall. You know, oh, I didn't even know it was about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the first 20, 30 minutes, I was kind of zoning out, so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know Sharon mm-hmm. Tate was like a big figure or whatever. I didn't know who this person yeah, was. Yeah, in real life, in real life, she got killed by the by the Manson family in the Hollywood Hills. So, I, from my understanding, uh, as someone who has not watched this movie completely, uh, just like uh, in Tarantino's other movie, uh, *Inglorious Bastards*. He just does like an altered history thing and just to see what it would be like, I, I suppose. I guess. Like if you can, what if we could like kill Hitler in that, you know, in a fucking movie theater and fucking burn it down. So, you know, it's kind of just like exploring different possibilities, I suppose. I guess, man. Um, it's a good movie. I won't lie. Not my favorite. Not by far. Hey, uh, <laughs> I that was will, a fake cough. I heard yeah, you that was cough for no. the past half hour. <laughs> You're only really coughing if you flop it on the floor. <laughs> um, everybody's entitled to their opinions, Tyrant. Uh, but you're wrong, <laughs> and. <laughs> One, I think the one of the best Quentin Tarantino movies is one, the one he did right before this one, The Hateful Eight. I think that is one of his best movies. Django is one of his best movies. And personally, I really like Kill Bill. I know a lot of people love Pulp Fiction, but I like I like Kill Bill a little bit more than Pulp Fiction. But I don't know. After seeing The Hateful Eight, and then seeing what came next, I was just like very underwhelmed by it. You know, have you seen the Hateful Eight? Yeah, I've seen it. It was too much killing Tarantino style, you know. <laughs> too much Tarantino. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that one. And I also watched like the extended cut, uh, yeah. which was also enjoyable. Yeah, I thought that movie was way more enjoyable. It was cool. You know, <laughs> it's not way better than Hollywood. Hollywood is way slower. I think that's, I think I like slower movies. Yeah. That's why. Hateful Eight's yeah. kind of slow. Yeah, it's a little slow. It takes like, a while well, to pick up. Yeah. It was just boring throughout. 
Like, I never was like, I'm on the train. I'm hyped on the train, you know, but... Maybe you're not Hollywood into Westerns. Yeah. Oh. I am. Oh. I got to think about all <laughs> yeah. the Western movies I've seen. Yeah, I, I, I am. I like them. <laughs> I can't remember if I hate all Westerns. I don't think so. I like Red Dead, so I couldn't hate... That's a video game. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it is. Yeah. Fair point. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Um, okay. So uh do you guys have any other favorite Tarantino movies? Django. That's a western kind of. Yes, yeah, definitely no, a western. Really. No, it's a western. Really. It's a okay, western. But, <laughs> but it was like in slavery times, not in like yeah, western, western time. Western times and slavery times happened at the same time. Yeah, but usually they kind of like split in the movie realm. That's just the movies, man. I, 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 didn't, I didn't think you would call a slavery movie a Western movie, but I guess I like Django. So there's one. Django's a solid one. That's I a think really that's probably my favorite one. And yeah. then Hollywood is number two. And Hollywood is number two. What about you, Justin? Uh, I like the classics, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, uh, Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Pulp Fiction d- just does a really good job of like intertwining multiple stories. Yeah, it's like I'll... a mini universe in itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I like about Pulp Fiction? I know it's uh, his second movie, or I think uh, Pulp Fiction makes me feel as someone who wanted to make movies makes me feel like I can go out in the streets and make my own movie on a small budget and like a little cast and just not even have like a real story <laughs> just <laughs> just go out there and, and make something good like when i first saw it i was like nothing makes sense here there's like five different stories there's not even a lot of characters like this is just like a, a long ass student film but it's like really good <laughs> yeah it's like it's a, it's five different stories like they just like uh, happen to interconnect. Yeah, it just happened on the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love the the diner scene with mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what his tenth movie will be? Will only time will tell. <laughs> Who knows? He's doing Avatar four. <laughs> I, I <laughs> doubt that. Everybody's gonna die in that movie. <laughs> That's why it's the last one. Chop off all their ponytails, just blood everywhere. Purple blood. <laughs> Is that your uh, Avatar horror parody? Yeah. <laughs> Once it falls into the public domain. <laughs> um, now it's time for our very, very special segment. Uh, Tyron reviews uh, Marvel movies that have come out a long time ago. <laughs> Can we can we please make that a segment? That's, that's gonna be our segment now. We're gonna make we're gonna do a whole title for it. I think I'm all caught up though by now, right? Did you see Black Panther one? Yes, I seen. Oh. We talked about this last time. Well, you gotta see you Black just, Panther two. Endgame. Uh, no, uh, uh, yeah, but I seen Endgame. I seen Infinity War. I seen the first two Avengers. No, I haven't seen uh, the Robot Avenger. Uh, I don't know which one that that one is. Vision the Ultron. Oh, Ultron. Ultron. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that one. And you still got to see the new ones. Yeah, there's there's lots of movies. Yeah, this segment's... I've seen the first Mm -hmm. Doctor. I haven't seen the second one. So many that they're ruining cinema. Yeah. (laughs) But at least least we have this segment. (laughs) Uh, Tyron, what do you think about Endgame? Yeah, what do you think about Endgame? Spoilers! Every time. (laughs) From four years ago. Uh, I'm not a big Marvel fan, so my bar is low for these movies, right? And only, I want to say, one movie passed that bar that I was like, oh, this is a great movie. This movie never passed the bar for me. I was Wait, what movie passed the bar for you? Uh, Morales, it... the Black the black Spider-Man. Oh, okay, that's different. But it's still like in the Marvel world, though. It's not in or the same not... universe. Technically, but it is a great movie. That's a Sony Marvel movie. Oh, so it's not considered like an MCU? Nah, unfortunately. 
It's not a part of the core MCU. Yeah. It's part of like a possibly an alternate universe. We don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, yeah sorry. Keep going. Okay. All right. But uh I was disappointed throughout the whole thing. Only two parts <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, that's a hot take. I, I know. I was disappointed throughout the whole thing. <laughs> Like after watching Infinity War, I was like, "Yes, Thanos win!" I like this is great. I thought it was a good movie, and then th- this End Game was kind of disappointing because like I was like skipping through most of it because all like the grease they had, I'm like, "This is boring." They try to get sentimental with people. I'm like, "Boring, skip." Um, oh my god, you didn't even watch the movie. <laughs> I probably skipped like a good twenty minutes of the movie. Is um. The only two parts I liked was um, when Captain America, or no, Iron Man was looking at Captain America's pants, and he was like, those pants don't fit well, whatever, and Ant-Man was like, that's American's ass. <laughs> that's the only part you like? <laughs> and no, no. And then the other part was um, this chick, who's the red chick with like the red superpowers and red hair? Scarlet Yeah. yeah. Okay, she came down during the end of the battle and she met Thanos and then she was like, you ruined everything for me. And he was like, I don't even know who you are. I was like, <laughs> exactly what I thought. <laughs> I mean, yeah, from his point of view, he doesn't That's really know who she is. I thought the whole movie, I'm like, who? Tyra's like, who are these people? Or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> are you just skipping over movies? There's <laughs> a timeline. <laughs> I was on board when he said, Who is this cat man? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Black Panther was in it. I was like, Oh, dang. This is kind of like his last movie, huh? Was it his last movie? Uh, It wasn't his last role. That was not his. uh, What if? Yeah. It was his last movie, Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was his last Marvel movie? Well, his last Marvel movie. Not his last movie and not his last Marvel role. Mm. Yeah. What was his last Marvel role? On uh, the animated Marvel show What If, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he wasn't acting in it. He was just voice acting. Yeah, that's acting. Yeah, yeah. He was physically in it. And I was like, yeah. But uh, I was seeing him. I was just like, damn. After just watching, you know, part two, I was like, damn, this kind of, kind of sad in a way. But um, yeah, I was disappointed throughout the whole thing. How and they made even the whole big conflict thing, or how they resolved everything was like a time machine. And he was like, it's not really a time machine. It kind of is a time machine. And I'm like, oh, this old, this is how they do it. It's kind of boring. I was just disappointed. You didn't like the... It's, it, it wasn't really a time machine. It was a quantum rail. A time machine. It's the space and time in, in between particles. They get so, go. so small that they can travel through. And it was like, they even referenced Back to the Future. And I was just thinking that too. I'm like, this is another Back to the Future. <laughs> so, out of five, uh, out of five stars, what do you, what do you give it? Oh, one. Wow. Damn. <laughs> wow. I'm glad that I waited. Wow. I to, to the movie theater to watch it. <laughs> wow. I'm so. This is you gave uh, the culmination of 20 years of uh, universe building with one of the greatest uh, like movie climaxes in forever. A one. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin fight, you gotta step it up. <laughs> I think it's mainly because uh I don't like uh what's the word for it? Live action comic book movies, because I think it was always be better and animated. So like, like me seeing like yes. humans but doing like superhuman stuff or like superpowers, I yeah. was like, uh not really selling it for me. So you're already, why the you're already turned Morales off. Morales movie kind of like passed me. Yeah, like in the beginning, I was already like, uh, I watched yeah. it just because everybody said it was a great movie, but it's wow. not a great movie for me. 
I mean, you're missing a huge part of the context by not watching all the other movies. So, uh, I think if you're not as invested into the lore of uh, the MCU, uh, Endgame will probably hit different. Yeah. I'll agree with you on some points, though, Tyrant. Like, I thought that uh, Infinity War was a little better, in my opinion. Because I did like that the, they let the villain win. I thought that was like different. But um, and I also at first thought that the time machine thing was a cop out at first. But I, yeah. but then I thought the way I saw that how it played out, I thought it worked really well. And seeing where it's going now currently in the other movies, I'm like, OK, they, they found a way to really incorporate it. Um, but but I'm talking about bringing Iron Man back. <laughs> and I'm like, if this time machine, if you who said that time machine, you could uh, they uh, interview what's his name, Robert Downey Jr. And it was like, is there any way Iron Man could come back? He was like, did the old silence like I'm under contract look like I can't talk about it. Something like that. Oh, that's just press, like, man. That's just press. But if you make a time machine, you could bring anybody back in like the realm of time machines so i'm like this is a never-ending story about to happen with characters dying but not really dying well like, it, someone just be dead for real and i I'm no, sure Gamora I really died yeah <laughs> black widow really no, died yeah or... actually oh gamora came back black widow did not yeah. and robert downey jr did not Gamora is a different timeline. Yeah, yeah, she's a tip, different timeline, Gamora. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is probably not coming back. And I think they're kind of, the way they're writing the movies now, like they're stepping away from that time machine aspect of it. They're kind of moving on to something. Uh, it's, it's one of those different. things you can only do once because yeah. if you can just undo everything, then it's just pointless. Yeah. Nah, yeah. if you open the box of Time Machine, you always have that little box to go back to. That's what, like, 20 years down the line, I guarantee you they're going to open that box somehow again and be like, <laughs> hey, we found a new Tony Stark, uh, the black chick. She could do it again. The black chick. I don't know. <laughs> From the Black Panther. She yeah, could I, make I, another I, one. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, let's just go back in time again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I love hearing your take on Marvel movies, man. <laughs> it's it's so different from what I think. <laughs> so different from what a lot of people think. Yeah, you uh, you're the refreshing uh, antagonist here. <laughs> oh wait, I want preference saying that like even though I'm not a fan of uh, live action superhero movies, there's only one movie that passed it. I was like, is in my top three favorite movies, and I didn't expect it to be. This was the. Um, Part two of the Dark No Dark Knight, the second one, the Joker in it. Mm -hmm. That's the one only movie I was like, yo, this is a great movie. But other than that, the first and the last one sucked. But the that's only like real live action superhero movie I liked. Did you watch the newest Batman? Yeah. You know, like I it? didn't break it. It was okay. It was all right. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I, I liked it a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> I liked it enough. I can't say that I love it, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't say I love it. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to watch it a second time. That's what I'm saying. Fair. Fair. Well, that concludes this segment of Tyrant Reviews Marvel movies that came out a long ass time ago. Spoiler <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Boy> alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. If you haven't been here in the last four years. Um, we're just, I think we're going to close out the show, guys. Any, uh, any other things? Uh... Elton John's last concert is on Disney Plus. I recommend everyone go watch it. It's his last concert? Yeah. Well, in America. Oh, he's still gonna be yeah. playing in England. And yeah. Oh, okay. He's so, so he's, I, he's I, like it's just like he's a moving away party or what? Yeah, it's his uh goodbye America tour, basically. Oh. <laughs> he's uh taking off to uh spend time with his family. Yeah. Nice. I didn't even know you had a family. <laughs> He's uh he's yeah, married. He has kids. Yeah. Oh, nice, beautiful. Yeah, I went beautiful. to uh, his second to the last concert at Dodger <laughs> Stadium. Uh -huh. Amazing. Yeah, I love Elton John. He's got great music. Mm -hmm. Tyron, go watch it. 
farewell, uh, maybe Aaron Rodgers. You've been great to us. I don't know if you're going to leave this year, but you know, if you do, farewell. That was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And with that, everybody, that is our show. Thank you for clicking on the Digital Excursion Podcast. Um, You can find us every week on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, You can now write into the show, leave us a comment or question or even a concern. (laughs) At It's just at... I'm concerned with some of these takes. Yeah, like, what is wrong with Tyron? (laughs) You know, like, nothing. (laughs) Um, The email address is thedigitalexcursion at gmail.com. Thedigitalexcursion at gmail.com. Send us a message. We love to hear it. We'll read it on the air, I guess. (laughs) Um, Follow us on all our socials, TikTok, Instagram, all that good stuff. Once again, I'm your host, Marlon Abram. This is Justin Poor and Tyron Lee. We can't, man, it's copyright, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) We'll have Narwar coming after us. (laughs) All right, later. Peace. Bye. I gotta take a big piss. And that hat was making my head.